Hello and welcome to today's episode. So today I will be finishing up Neville Goddard's lecture titled Imagination Creates Reality. So this is part three that I will be reading. And again, it's called Imagination Creates Reality. The play. As Shakespeare said, all the world's a stage and all the men and women merely players. They have their exits and their entrances. And each man, in his time, plays many parts. This world, which seems so real, is as much a dream as the dreams we encounter while asleep. Our waking dream seems so real because it has continuity, while our dreams at night appear to be random sequences, taking place in unfamiliar surroundings and situations. God is a dreamer dreaming the play into existence, and God plays all the parts. Everyone who appears in your world is God playing that part for you, the author. No man comes unto me save I call him. Each of us writing, each of us is writing his or her own script. If you are dissatisfied with the play, it is up to you to rewrite the script to make it conform to your idea of what the play should be. You cannot demand that the actors in your play change the character they are portraying. All changes must take place in the mind of the author. If there is someone in your world who is a source of annoyance or irritation to you, that person has no choice but to play the part called for in your script. You can use the art of revision to change a line of dialogue, to replace a certain character with another, and to write happy endings to the subplots of the play. When you begin to view this waking dream objectively, you will be able to verify that you have been the author of both the unpleasant or both the pleasant and unhappy acts in your play. You can radically change the play by using your imagination creatively, by assuming your wish fulfilled. You can change the script on a daily basis by revising the scene. That did not please you. The character who disturbed you today will not do so tomorrow if you write the dialogue you wish to hear and alter that role in your imagination. When you awaken to know that you are God, the Father and author of this magnificent play, you will understand that each man in his time plays many parts. Your real purpose. God became you so completely that he forgot that he was God. In becoming man, God reached the limit of contraction and opacity. God totally forgets that he is God in order to become and animate his creation, man. God then goes through all of the experiences of knowing good and evil and even death in confidence that man will eventually awake from his dream of life to once again know that he is God. There is only one God, or there is only God, in the universe fragmenting himself as humanity, and God plays all the parts in this time-space dream. Your own wonderful human imagination is God in action. I am in Christ in you, your Savior, and Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. God speaks to us through desire, urging us to reach higher and higher levels of awareness exercising his own wonderful human imagination to achieve these desires. Man is actually experiencing God in action. 
Through faith in his imagination, man will eventually conclude that Christ, the power and wisdom of God, is within him as his imagination. <clears throat> At the end of this fabulous journey or dream of life, man will awaken to remember that he is God, the Father, enhanced by the experiences he put himself through. When he forgot that he was God, <clears throat> man's sole purpose is to experience scripture, all of the states of consciousness personified as men in the Bible. Man's goal is to reach the state called Jesus Christ. Then he will know that he really is the Father, Jesus, and that his Son is Christ, all of humanity fused into one being. Man may have many goals in the meantime, to accumulate possessions, to become powerful, to become famous, or to express anything that he desires. Eventually, the hunger to know God will come upon him, and he will then have the experiences that are necessary to bring to his remembrance that he truly is God the Father. Case Histories This, this story concerns a woman who will be referred to as Mrs. A.B., she knew that imagination creates reality and had taught this principle to her three children, ages 12, 10, and 6. She had practiced this principle for years to obtain the things she desired, although her husband had also heard this teaching. He had not put it into practice and actually was quite skeptical about results. One Sunday afternoon, this family went for a drive and came upon a new tract of homes for sale. As this was a lovely rural area, they stopped to look at the new models. They all loved the area, and the homes were large and beautiful, with all sorts of modern amenities. On the way home, they talked about how wonderful it would be to own a new home in this tract. They already owned a home. However, they had borrowed money on it and had very little equity that could be derived from its sale. The husband said that although he would like to buy the home, it was not possible as they could not raise the money required for the down payment. Even if they sold their present home, the real estate agent's commission would equal the little equity they would realize. Mrs. A.B. told her husband that the only way they could obtain the down payment would be to sell their home on their own, thereby keeping the commission for themselves. The husband was very pessimistic about this but told his wife to go ahead and place an ad in the paper although he knew it wouldn't do any good. He was sure that there was no chance of selling the house in this way. The wife placed a small ad in the newspaper, advertising their house for sale. A few nights later, when the husband had gone to bed early, she and her children drove to the tract of new homes. She felt that if she could walk through the new house and capture the feeling of actually living there, she would obtain her dream home. It was dark when they got there, but they found one of the houses unlocked. She and the three children walked through the house. The children decided on which bedroom each would occupy if they actually lived there. The mother instructed the children to actually sleep in the new house in their imagination that night, and she intended to do the same. For the next few days, they imagined living in their new home and taking walks in the woods that were adjacent to the trap. That same week, a man answered the ad in the paper. He did not seem very enthusiastic about buying the house, but returned later that day with his wife. 
He told Mrs. A.B. that they had decided to buy the house for the price she was asking. When Mrs. A.B. expressed concern as to how they would go about placing the home in escrow, he told her that he was a real estate agent and would go through the company he worked for. This family received the exact amount of money necessary for down payment on their new home. The escrow was very short and the family moved into their new home a month later. Mrs. A.B. knew that if she imagined herself sleeping in her new home, she would eventually sleep there in the flesh. Her children also learned how to obtain their heart's desire through the use of imagination. Mrs. C.D. had recently been divorced and needed to work to support her children as her husband refused to pay child support. Although her lawyer suggested taking him to court for non-payment, the woman did not wish to do this. As part of the divorce settlement, she was awarded a very old and not very reliable car. On Friday night, as she was driving home from work, it was raining very hard, and most intersections were flooded. She was about a mile from her home when she stopped at a stop sign. A truck coming toward her from the opposite direction went through the intersection, spraying a great deal of water as she drove past, or as he drove past. The engine of the woman's car died, and she was unable to start it again. She removed her shoes before stepping out of her car as the water was more than ankle deep. She raised the hood and began to dry off the distributor cap with her handkerchief. She was crying at this point, and her tears mingled with the rain. She finally got her car started and managed to get home to her children. She realized that it was necessary to have a dependable car if she was to work and support her children. She had no money for a down payment on a newer car, and she did not earn enough to make car payments. She went to work the following Monday, and a co-worker asked her to go to lunch. The co-worker had just purchased a new Pontiac Tempest and insisted that Miss C.D. drive her new car back to the office. Although Mrs. C.D. protested that she did not wish to drive someone's new car, she did get behind the wheel and drove back to work. While she was driving the new car, she captured the feeling that this was her car, and she felt the thrill of owning it. For the rest of the week, while she drove back and forth to work in her old car, Mrs. C.D. imagined that she was driving a brand new car of her own. The next Friday, Mrs. C.D.'s ex-husband called and asked if she would like to have a new car. This was the first time since their divorce several months earlier that he had offered to do anything for her, including paying child support. The ex-husband was now working for a new car dealership and told her that, as a salesman, he was eligible to buy a certain make of car for no money down and with very low payments. He said he was willing to make the monthly payments in lieu of child support and asked her to come to the dealership to pick out the color she wanted. It just so happened that the make of car eligible for this special deal was a Pontiac Tempest, the same make and model as the car she had driven that belonged to her co-worker. Mrs. C.D. was able to obtain through her use of imagination what she could never have obtained through her own efforts at that time. Her ex-husband, who had offered her no monetary support for months, was the average, was the avenue chosen to provide her with the car she needed. This is the story of Mrs. E.F., who had desired to live near the ocean and used her imagination to fulfill her desire. 
She did not wish to sell her present home, but wanted to lease it for a year before making the decision to move to the beach permanently. Mrs. E. Epps told two of her friends about her wish. One friend, who had used the principle of imagination, told Mrs. E. Epps that she would imagine visiting her at the beach in her new home. One week later, Mrs. E. F. traveled to Hawaii for a scheduled vacation. While there, she received a call from a friend who lived in San Diego. This friend told Mrs. E. F. that a perfect little house had just come on the market as a year-around rental, and she thought this house would be perfect for Mrs. E. F. Her friend also said that this was a very desirable rental and that Mr. E. F. would need to make a decision immediately, as a rental would very likely not be available when she returned from Hawaii. Mrs. E.F. told her friend to tell the owners that she would take it, trusting her friend's recommendation. Upon Mrs. E.F.'s return from Hawaii, she told her grown daughter that she had decided to rent a house at the beach in San Diego. Her daughter called her later that day and said that the mother of a friend of hers wanted to lease a house. The woman came by the next day. She said she loved the house and would like to lease it for a year. Mrs. E.F. gave notice at work and was able to move within a month. Since she was a nurse, she had no trouble finding a wonderful new job at a nearby hospital. Mrs. E.F. has since bought a house near the ocean and has spent 17 happy years living at the beach. Mrs. E.F. imagined that she was living at the beach, and a friend imagined that she was visiting her there. They did this for one week. It is interesting that while she was on vacation in Hawaii, Events moved swiftly to bring about her desire. She did nothing to find a new home, nor did she do anything to rent her present home. Imagination was able to draw the necessary people into her life so that her wish could be fulfilled. What should be done after we have imagined our wish fulfilled? Nothing. You think you can do something. You want to do something, but actually you can do nothing to bring it about. God, our own wonderful human imagination, knows what things are necessary to bring about our desires. It is only necessary to go to the end, to live in the end. My ways are past finding out. My ways are higher than your ways. If we trust our imagination, it will accomplish all that we ask of it. Imagination can do all things. Have faith in it, and nothing shall be impossible to you. This story concerns a young man referred to as E.P., who was a wonderful athlete and was good at many different sports. During this particular time in his life, he became interested in paddling outrigger canoes. He joined a team and was soon competing in local races. In his second year of pursuing this sport, he was on a team that completed in the, or competed in the 50-mile race from Molokai to Honolulu. The Hawaiian outrigger teams usually took first place and were considered unbeatable. The EP's team came in seventh and that was considered quite remarkable considering the great number of teams that competed from all over the world along with the Hawaiian participants. After this race, EP began imagining that his team had won the race. He spent the next year forming a new team, practicing and building his own outrigger canoe. He was convinced that if he imagined himself winning the race, his team would come in first. He, next year, his team, and at least a dozen others, flew to Hawaii from Southern California to compete in the annual race. There were several teams with much more experience, 
who were considered likely to place in the top ten, although the Hawaiians were still considered the favorites. At the end of the race, EP's team finished first. Ahead of the Hawaiians and all the other teams, EP now holds a paddle engraved with the words World Champion, which was given to him upon his team taking first place. After winning this coveted title, this young man went on to coach other teams. He also began manufacturing paddles from out, or for outrigger canoes. His paddles are known throughout the world and are used by outrigger teams who are among the top teams in the world. EP now makes his home in Hawaii and enjoys coaching teams, manufacturing paddles, fishing, and sailing his own boat. He also uses his boat as an escort craft for the annual outrigger races. Mrs. J.K. was living in her twin sister's home after having been divorced. Mrs. J.K. had three children, a son and a girl and boy twins. Her sister and her husband had three boys. Needless to say, this was a crowded household. Mrs. J.K. was very desirous of getting married and living in her own home. She had been dating a man but decided that she did not wish to continue the relationship and broke it off. Many of her friends attempted to fix Mrs. J.K. up with eligible men they knew, but she was not interested in going on blind dates. Several of her friends commented that if she wished to meet an eligible man, she would need to get out and go places. The twins believed in the creative power of imagination, and they had a friend who also knew of the power of imagining. The three women determined that they would imagine a ring on Mrs. J.K.'s finger, which would imply that she was married. They did this for several weeks. During this time, Mrs. J.K. also imagined herself living in her own home. However, when she attempted to do so, she found herself imagining a home exactly like her sister's. One day, Mrs. J.K. <clears throat> received a call from a friend who asked her to come to her new home and help her wallpaper her kitchen. Mrs. J.K. agreed to help her friend, who lived a few blocks away in the same tract of homes. While she was there, a male neighbor came to visit her friend. The friend introduced Mrs. J.K. to her neighbor. He later called Mrs. J.K. and they began to date. Five months later, Mrs. J.K. married this man. The interesting part of this story is that all of these people lived in the same large tract of homes. There were only four homes in the tract of 1,200 that had the same floor plan. Yes, this woman's husband owned one of the homes that had the same floor plan as Mrs. J.K.'s twin sister. Even though Mrs. J.K. imagined herself living in her own home, she had only been able to imagine herself living in a house identical to her sister's. This is the story about the friend, Mrs. L.M., who had introduced Mrs. J.K. to her new husband. During their friendship, Mrs. J.K. had tried to explain the principle of imagination to her friend, who was very doubtful that it would work. One day, Mrs. J.K. asked her friend to come to one of Neville's lectures. Mrs. L.M. agreed to attend, but was not at all convinced that imagining she had what she wanted would result in obtaining it. But she decided to imagine a very simple thing, the receipt of a handkerchief. She imagined that someone had given her one and then dropped the whole idea. Much to her surprise, she received a handkerchief in the mail from the mother of a friend who came to her house for lunch while she was in town for a visit. 
This woman sent Mrs. L.M. a handkerchief with a thank you note. Mrs. L.M. was not only surprised when she received the gift, she became very frightened as she thought there was something supernatural about it. Mrs. L.M. had, uh, had attempted to disprove that imagination produces the thing desired. When she received the handkerchief she had imagined, she interpreted it to be some sort of black magic and didn't want to know any more about this teaching. I could relate hundreds of incidents involving dozens of people in which imagination was used to bring about the desired results. I have chosen just a few stories to illustrate that imagination can be used to solve all manner of problems and to bring into your experience your heart's desire. Okay, so that is the end, part three, and the end of the lecture um, in full titled Imagination Creates Reality. So thank you so much for joining me uh, for another episode. Uh, I appreciate your support and just having you guys here and listening to these wonderful teachings. Everyone have a wonderful day. I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye now.